You're listening to Miked Up, Washed Up with Josh Miller. Bang for science, your penis. How much is your price? What is your price? And Doran Dickerson. Obviously, I'm not Jewish. I'm black. Now, let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Washed Up, Miked Up. I'm Josh Miller, hanging out with Doran Dickerson, as you know. I also have Brock here, who's part of Brock Locks. Tiny's in the house. He's the funniest tall guy anyone has ever met at 6'7". We have Vin spinning records, and we have Jason, the group agent, back from vacation. It's been awesome. Man, it's been a while, boys. Been a long time. Sure has. How was vacation? Did you take any of your... uh (laughs) <laughs> What's your role? Take an elderly with you. Oh, this is beautiful. No, I did not take any elderly because there was no danger. But now that you brought that up, I'll <laughs> tell you exactly what that means. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, every time I go on vacation, now that I have kids, we go camping a lot. So we go to like, you know, out uh, redwood trees out in San Francisco. We'll go to Oregon, go to Alaska. I, mean, I always go to uh, an elderly home. And I uh, senior homes. And I, I always ask, hey, who wants to go on a free vacation? <laughs> and I always grab two. <laughs> Uh, simply and people are like, oh, that's such a nice gesture. It's not. Uh, I'll come clean. I do that just in case something bad happens. So if I'm camping out and we're in Alaska and bears come, I know my kids can outrun the elderly. So I know we're safe. And I look at this and I know that sounds shitty. But it's real listen, shitty. Is it though? I mean, I'm taking it's, it's never come own. to that. I, and they lived a great life. And I figured, listen, here's my here's a donation to the Bears. Leave my family alone. I make it look like we tried and all that, but it's strictly. So you're setting up the older older people. I'm not setting them up. I'm not working with the Bears. I'll take care of you. I'm just saying, if something bad fucking happens, uh, hey, sorry, I can't save everybody, but I know the Millers will make it. And if if nothing bad happens, it's never happened. They have a nice vacation. But I figure they they're 98 years old. They're 87 years old, and it slows the process down for the Bears and allows us to. Quicken to the trails and get to the car. Now, is not, that really shitty? Not elderly. I can't say that myself, my wife, or certainly my newborn is elderly, but this makes me fucking wonder now. Why was I taking on this vacation with Josh, <laughs> yeah. with Josh and his family? I mean, was it like... There was no threat of anything. We went to the Outer Banks. We hung out. We, we relaxed by the pool. There was no danger. That was, that was a nice vacation. I felt I didn't have to pay for two elderly yeah. to come with us. Okay. Now, if I we mean, were going... Uh, I don't know. Deep sea fishing? Mm. No, mm. see, there's no threat there. Oh, pirates. Oh. Pirates. <laughs> pirates, yeah. Take these hurt. two. This is our gesture. <laughs> Here's some cash. So, so I, I really have to watch myself if Josh asks me to go on vacation. You, you should. Because, I Absolutely. Mean, shoot. No, that, that oh, is right. right. You know, being black, hey. you can't. I mean, he'll take me to some biker bar or something. <laughs> I'll get all fucked up. Yep. To leave. He won't be. He won't even be there. Hey, Dora, listen. Damn. I'm driving cross country. Just call me. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? Camping out. No, we're going to go to deep Mississippi. <laughs> no. Why no, are we going not, there? No, it's nothing bad like that. I know it sounds shitty when you say it out loud, but it's a nice gesture. Take them on a vacation. Let's go camping. They love that. Just <laughs> on a, paper. If something happened, I know deep down I probably would take care of my kids first. And the elderly would, hey, I got you in a second. Hang on, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> Are you doing this out of out of goodwill and, and in the back of your mind that it's a back burner that there could be a fucking grizzly bear attack? Yeah, the Are you worst doing case it? scenario if we're all fucking fishing and we're all there and somehow my someone stumbles across cubs, baby bear, mama bear's going to be pissed and come after somebody. All right, let's run. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it. I believe it. That's that's the reasoning behind it. You know what, Tiny? Here's here's the outlier. What if he brings one of the elderly and ends up being like fucking Grandpa Joe, who all of a sudden, yeah. oh look at Grandpa <laughs> Joe, he can't run, but go. now Grandpa Joe's up and whoop, gone. He gets out of his wheelchair, fucking trips fucking Josh, and he's gone. gone. I just don't Trust think Josh me. likes elderly. I love the elderly. Are okay. you kidding me? I, it's just, they're, they're wonderful. The knowledge. I mean, they're 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 the hardcore hardcore. We're we're raising marshmallows compared to what the elderly are. But I'm just saying, I, I it's a nice gesture on my part to go to a, a retirement home. I know nothing's going to happen, but I take two people on a free vacation. Yeah. Knowing though, in the back of my head, if bears come or wolves, they run in packs. Well, here's two offerings to give to your 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 pack the alpha wolf will look at me and give me the nod okay thank you this works get out of here what a good samaritan you are man what a good fucking guy you are thank you i that's all i wanted to hear i think it's a nice thing i do it doesn't come to it but i just in case all right let's get into it first one we got first topic of the day we got tiger woods yeah tiger woods listen man I, i and i love golf 
I love golf. But Tiger Woods is the only reason why I watch golf. I love to play golf. He's the only reason why I absolutely watch the game. Kepka, uh, who's won three, three majors that no one fucking knows about. Thomas Peterson, Adam Scott, who's as exciting as my balls. Uh, I, I mean, there's no, I mean, they're great golfers. They're great. I, if you love, okay, fine, you'll watch it. But I'm not watching for them. Tiger Woods absolutely moves the meter. Uh, just tell by the people that follow him around the golf course and look at the purses that these guys are now winning is all because of Tiger. And the fact that he's relevant again, I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. And like you said, I mean, he is absolutely good for golf and I, I i seriously i'm with you i only watch it because of him and hearing those roars that he would get every time he would make a nice shot it was like somebody scored a touchdown in an eighty thousand seat stadium no doubt. i mean you never see that on a golf course you never see that in any golf event any golf tournament and tiger's doing that and if you're a guy that is is competing in that i mean you know that he's there in the back of your mind i know kepka even he talked about it. he's like i could hear the roars whenever across the across the course because i knew tiger was doing something good i mean that kind of fucks with you as an athlete knowing that that big time Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call him, one of the best athletes ever, is really playing good. That fucks with you. And I love the fact that I'll read, you know, I'll, I'll see what people th their thoughts are on Twitter, and they say, "Oh, Tiger choked." Tiger, Tiger shot a sixty fucking four on Sunday. <laughs> birdied eighteen, uh, birdied fifteen, parred sixteen, seventeen, and did everything he, he could to come back. There's no choking there. Not even close. People just hate Tiger, yeah. and, and and for whatever reasons they have, that's fine. But for me, he is the comeback story of the year. But he has to win a major to just bow tie. It's a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't think uh, he will. All right, please tell why. Why? Yeah, why, why, why look, I mean, yeah. I'd love to hear this. Matter of time. Me too. What were you just saying? People were scared of him, right? I don't think people are scared of him or intimidated by him anymore. I, he's I, not the human being that he was. It, he's everyone still Tiger know, Woods. Everyone knows now that he's a normal human being. After his whole thing happened, people aren't scared of him anymore. No, if you're playing, if, if you're a decent basketball player and you and Michael Jordan's what fifty some years old, would you still be scared? Saying if you're going one on one, that's Michael Jordan, even though he's fifty some years old. I would, because I fucking suck, but. I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, even Tiger, even though that he's gone through what he has, he's still Tiger fucking Woods. And if he wants to turn it on, he will turn it on and he will beat you. He will turn it on, but so are the other guys because now they're not scared of him. They Kepka should be. Didn't, yeah, they they're should not be. now. They, 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 I'm sorry. What you, about your boy Molinari? Fuck him. They yeah. went one-on-one -on, -one on Sunday and Molinari came out. But that's also, this is part of his comeback. This is all part of it. He's getting better and better. He's getting close. Everyone, I love how everyone just caps where he can possibly be. Right. You, if you got to say right now, he's still writing this story. There's no, oh, that's as good as he's going to be. He's getting better and better. He's getting healthier and healthier for every tournament that he's in. There's no doubt about that. He dug his own grave. He dug his own grave. People are like, oh, it's not a comeback he, story either because of it, why? Because he, he he got caught up in the meds and got caught up in the, with the, the off the. The hookers. The hookers, thank yeah, you. Yeah. And all the stuff with his wife. No, this is a comeback story because the guy had to fucking reconstruct his back yeah. and his knee. knee. Yes. Yeah. Forget about the story. Every right. athlete has bullshit. And while stuff he in was doing that, all the young guys that watched him are now going to beat his ass. <laughs> but those young guys it. watched him. Yeah, think now they're not that. scared of him. Yeah, I, I don't if know. If they would have watched him, so you're scared? telling me you're capping Tiger right now? You're going to tell me this he is as never, good as he's going to be? He wouldn't, yeah, this you is can't, I think he's earned the he right to be like, we have to watch and see. There's no way you can possibly say, nope, sorry, that's as Here, good as he's going to be. Here, listen to this quote from him. This is, this is when he was in his prime in his 20s. He said, what if you had Bo Jackson playing the sport? And he said, that's what's coming up. There are many younger kids that hit the ball further than they ever hit. He dug his own grave. He started it. Everyone followed. People started playing golf from different... Uh, ethnicities and now all these young guys are fucking good the Japanese there's are a ton good. of young guys that are better than him and there, the biggest thing that he had was he intimidated but, people but, now, now people don't get not, fucking not intimidated on the by biggest stage I, I mean I'll, I'll, I'll give Kepka credit clearly he won three majors and he's got his game but it's not because he shot fucking eight under I mean he was quivering along the side he didn't play next to him I mean, guys that play next to Tiger yeah. fizzle. Didn't Molinari play next to him? He absolutely did, but this is all part of the comeback. I'm telling you, he caught him at the right time. He's close. He's absolutely mm -hmm. close. And if he's not That's close— That's what you want to no, believe. No, no, but I'm, I'm going to follow up with this. Even if he's—we we don't have the right to cap him. He's showing us that, you know what, I'm getting back to where I was. Will you admit where he was was a place that no one could touch him? Yes. Okay. I'm saying he's getting back to that point. And I'm but saying there's so much competition now, and people aren't as intimidated. And that's fine because he still has another gear, another level to get to. Because what I ever saw get yesterday. Back, you think he'll win or you think in his story is going to be he's going to get back to he's the man and he's winning every single fucking one. I just know he was ranked 600 and 
57th before the season started this year, and now he's 24th. He's slowly getting back to where he needs to get back to. I think he's going to be back to being Tiger again. I mean, every shot... Gallery. No one. No one's cooler than him on a bigger stage. We'll have to bet on that. Well, my my thing is, and, and it's not that these guys are scared of him. It's like whenever you have your have a kid, and your kid comes home from social studies class, and he gets an A on the test. Then the next week in the social studies class, he brings home a D. It's like I know what you're capable of. Don't bring home D's in my house because you already brought home an A. We know what Tiger's capable of from right. this past. We know that there's somewhere in that body of his, somewhere in that mind, that he could get to that point again. And that's why I think those guys are a little bit hesitant whenever he's around because they know what he's capable of. They know what type of player he was. That's my point. And any athlete would say that. Now, do you think – I'm pretty sure it was Kepka. I'm almost positive. It was one of the guys who was up top, had a chance to win. He walked past the big fucking leaderboard, the massive one that they change up. They yeah. got a guy behind yeah. it. He walked past it, and he didn't even fucking glance at it because he was looking. And, like, do you think that he That's was – That's common, though. You That's think normal. That, yeah, but I know. But he, he had to have been thinking, what's Tiger at right now? What am, where am yeah, I at? Yeah, but I would but, be thinking where the other guys but at, why would too. You not but check people it out? that say Tiger will never win again, that's – such an asinine comment because what he did and what he's shown the last couple majors has been showing me that, yes, he can win again. The guy hasn't won in 10 years. You can't tell me he's not gaining on being back to where he was. And for that alone, he's earned the right to say, okay, we have to see how this plays out. And when it does, this will be the biggest and best comeback story. Man, I don't want to say of all time, but man, it's damn close. Shazier will be the biggest and best of all time. But I'm talking about Tiger coming back where he came from. And again, I want to clarify, I'm not saying the marriage and all that shit and the hookers duct tape taping goats to the ceiling, whatever he was into, that's fine. I'm talking about fucking reconstruction <laughs> knee and, and doing his back infused and all that shit I know. in there. I wanted to go back yeah, there, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the third one? I, I have no Duck idea. Tape yeah. a goat? goat? Whatever he does. Whatever, whatever gets him. Hold on. Three things. And just use your imagination. I heard goat. Yes. I heard duct tape. Me, too. And I also heard a ceiling. Ceiling. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need? <laughs> Away from the track, I have no idea what he does. Clearly, we found out he had uh, he had some some um, uh, cr- uh, little things that needed quenched. Uh, away from the, the track personality deficiencies okay fine and now he's not living that life and but now my he's thing, not but my thing I, you know what I would probably be less sympathetic if, if that's what we're talking about he came back from that's not really coming back from that no. guys guys it's have off back, the field shit I'm talking about his knee that he couldn't walk he would fall over all the time uh, his back you know how painful a back injury this guy came back from serious injuries back and knee that allows me to say that would be a great comeback story Okay. I disagree. We'll have to put a bet on it, and we'll think of that. But let's move on. Let's go to the next one. And we got next topic is the new NCAA role with basketball. Um, thank God we have our agent here to fill us in because I don't think any of us really know what the hell is going on, Jason. Yeah, loosely, Jason, from what I understand, so the NCAA, and correct me if I'm wrong because this sounds so ridiculous, sure. that the NCAA, the tightest harumph asshole groups in the, in the world, is saying okay to men's basketball that they can now – have a, a relationship with an agent that can represent them why they're playing in that, college? That's absolutely correct. So this came down last week. Legislation has been enacted. Well, that, first of all, clarify who you are, because I want people to know exactly this isn't just another voice. This no, is someone I, uh, with a, a background. I, in appre- I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Uh, in a in a previous life, uh, and I do say previous because I've, I've moved on to what I consider to be bigger and better pastures, uh, I was an agent representing exclusively NFL athletes. Um, most people don't know, though, that the players' associations – are the ones that certify agents. So, you know, I was certified by the NFLPA. That did not mean I could represent basketball age, uh, clients or, mm-hmm. or hockey clients. So um, I have many years, and I, and I would say a lot of opinion um, in one direction strongly that the new legislation that's been enacted by the NCAA and, and now basketball players is only going to help uh, the players that are going on to their professional pursuits. And, and again, loosely just throwing it out there so we can discuss this. Um, players that are NCAA Division One athletes that are playing basketball are now able to have agents while they are still quote-unquote amateurs. Um, it's never been like this before. You would have to sign with an agent um, as you're turning pro. And in, in a sense, once you signed with an agent, you've exhausted all of your NCAA eligibility. So if I'm if I'm six eleven, if I'm a five, if I'm a six two white guy, 
<laughs> right. If, 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 I, if, I'm, if I'm a fucking 6'6 six, six black guy and I'm sitting there balling and I know I could be a one and done, you're telling me I can sign in, with an agent, go to Kentucky or go to Duke and still get the – I mean, an agent could float me 200 grand and say, I know you're your lottery pick, so I'll get that back. He can do that while he's in college. So there's a kid in college because he has a relationship with an agent that believes in him and obviously has been proven and shown that this kid's a one and done and can go in top five lottery pick or top whatever the hell it is. Uh, I, he can float me money. So while I'm at Duke, I can drive around in my range. I could have a, a checking account that has endless cash. Well, there's some checks and balances to the legislation. And, and again, not getting too deep into the monotony of the, the actual legislation. You know, the let's see, the gifts in kind, if you will, have to be structured in the sense that it's for transportation, such as you said. Range Rover. OK. Uh, <laughs> clothing. <laughs> do do yeah. your math there. Yeah. And uh, and meals, do your okay. math there. So so again, there's a lot of gray area with this because what's transportation? Is it a Range Rover or is it uh, a Ford? No knock on Ford. Um, it, it's cl- it's clothing. <laughs> is it uh, Men's Warehouse? No knock on Men's Warehouse. Or is it Louis Vuitton? Uh, you know, you can go into these things. And again, with the with the food allowance, are you eating at Ruth's and and uh, and Morton's? Are you you know dining at Chipotle? Will they still be allowed to get that scholarship check from the mm-hmm. university, Absolutely. so they can still get that twenty four hundred dollars a right. month on right. top of their agents' gift in kind? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's, it, here here's the thing in Thorn, my in my mind it, it has opened up a bit of a Pandora's box, if you want to say, because again they didn't just overnight come up with this idea with baseball players currently. And hockey players currently at the NCAA Division One level, they can have advisors. Now, many of these advisors are also agents. Some aren't, but many of them are also agents. And as those players are competing um, competitively at the NCAA Division One level, they have someone that's in their corner that's acting in their. Uh, remember the big word, Brock? Fiduciary responsibility. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're acting in a fiduciary manner to those clients who are student athletes. Um, in all sorts of things. I mean, talent. All right, all right, all right. I'm I just know. going to, it's to what it's going to, Everything you've mapped out, wonderful, if it works out that way. I'm Absolutely. just saying what will rea- reality is is all I'm going on. If, if there was an athlete at Duke, a one and done, and he knows he's a one and done, and he, bar- he gets a 200 thing, he has his Range Rover, but we're saying this trickles and- on to his boys on the team. So now it's really not fair because now as an agent can say, hey, listen, you do what you want with that. But if you take care of your guys and they know where it came from and that, that's almost cheating, it's almost now you're recruiting what in the midst of it. This is going to get ugly. Yeah, it's going to get real ugly. And if it goes over to like football, too, I mean, mm. how that I mean, that that is a whole nother uh, whole, horse of a different color right there. I mean, you know, that's a that's a crazy situation with all the, the football players in that locker room. There could be multiple agents in the locker room. I'm not saying that's where we're at, but 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 aren't there aren't there aren't there already? I mean, well, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade, uh, you know, outside of those, quote unquote, practice gates. How many agents are hanging? But out? even so, they're they do their best to keep it out. They do. But now, now if it's a green light, now they can't. Now there's going to be a whole bunch of different rules, settings, and scenarios that take place that is going to waste the time of the coaching staff and everybody else upon there. I can't imagine this being a good thing. Well, I'm surprised the that one the NCAA and, Doesn't that. the one-and-done rule end soon? Isn't, aren't you going to be able to— Huh? The way you're looking at it. My thing with this, though, is when you're comparing basketball to football, basketball draft boards are done. I can go look up one right now for 2021, and it's going to be relatively accurate based on your top top picks. They're they're finding these kids in high school and realizing that they're that good. They're going to go to college for one year and be done. That's why I think it works with basketball. NFL, the draft boards, well, I, I don't know as much about that, but I'm sure that they're not. When you're a junior, senior, that's when the some, they get start mm-hmm. getting more accurate. You can find draft boards for NBA for well, for the if you're a kid, if you're a kid, if I'm in college and I know this, and Jason, you, I want you to go on this side too, the insurance side. So if I'm a kid and I'm like, I'm having a time of my life in college. I mean, I fuck, I, I, I'm however old. I'm 19. I'm driving a range. I got, I got a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. I may stay another year. So why wouldn't I? And then if I get hurt. That's not the end of the world because people leave because of that. They say that because now these guys can get insured. So do you oh, think this role was created because the one and I think the one and done and I think they said in 2020 you're going to be able to get right, drafted right on. out of high school. I so do you think this role was implemented because of that? Because they know those seniors that are in high school are going to go right to the NBA. But rather than this, we have a kind of alternative way for them to come to college and 
be see, represented. It's, it, it's it's different, and why I I see how they wrote it out in basketball. It's different in the NFL because there's an actual rule in place that you have to be three years removed from high school. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean a redshirt sophomore or a junior, you know, can't gain special eligibility to be in the NFL draft, but you actually have to be three years removed. So whether you're three years removed, you're sitting, you know, on your couch, you're three years removed playing at Pitt or Penn State or one of these other schools, that is, in, in basketball, that's not the case. I mean, it's... I, don't, I think this is... I can't... I hope this goes through so the NCAA can realize what a dumb fucking idea that is. Yeah, this is oh, this man, is what I hate idea. to be a fucking There's coach. a lot, there's a yeah, lot I mean, to still yeah. be vetted out. I can't imagine those, like, Ugh. Calipari and Coach K are going to like that. How shady can this possibly get? Right. Well, you got to think too that the NBA might do something with with their G League that they're really pushing now, mm-hmm. where they're going to have. I think they're going to do it. I think it's going to. It's a good idea. I think they're going to take some kids who want to go fresh out, and they're going to be able to go and sign on a G League team, maybe on like a make what like you making a two way contract in the NBA, something like that, where you're going to be able to come fresh out of high school and go right to the G League and develop almost instead of going to college to develop. So I think that's some way to combat that, where you can get kids paid instead of going right to the G League. They're still going to be playing in college. Right. That's what I'm all thinking money. they implemented that rule. Yeah, that's, that why, that's that rule has to be there because yeah. I know that they want to do that with the G League and get these kids who are already going to the NBA. Their, their college year is pointless. Right. They're already on the draft board where they're going to go. They might drop one or two, might move up one or two. That makes sense. When you already know, that's, they have to combat this whole G League. Kids, kids can come out and make 125 grand a year, develop in the G League for a few years or not, or go straight to the NBA mm-hmm. where these dudes are getting paid $40 million contracts for being a bench player. It's right. a uh, It's a slippery slope. Uh, no doubt about it. I, I just think that there is value lended to having someone that has thought leadership in the space um, that does have a responsibility to act in the best interest of the clients and their families um, as another sounding board, as another voice um, for these players um, at a very young age where they're just not developed. I mean, you look at him, right? That's the craziest part. And I always said this when I was representing guys. You look at them at, you know, six, seven, six, eight, you know, 300 pounds, this whole thing mentally they're still 18 19 mm-hmm. year old kids mm-hmm. and so if you have someone that is on their side that is acting as their fiduciary I, listen i think it's a good thing if it's vetted out the proper way um but there's no doubt josh that it opens up a huge pandora's box both on the ncaa side in basketball but also in in some of the crossover sports and naturally that would probably be football and I'm not saying they can't organize it or make it this or pay players and it gets to that point. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I know the money that they bring into the school and the guys should get that. But I truly, truly miss, and this is so naive to think, the purity of it all. Mm-hmm. Coming out of high school when you got your first letter. Remember when you got yeah, your first was, letter? You thought best. you were a hot oh, shit. You weren't thinking million-dollar contracts. Nope. You weren't thinking any of that stuff. You were thinking, oh, I need to get an agent. Then you get another letter. Now you have like seven different schools kind of – really giving giving a shit about you and of course they're not Mm -hmm. but i mean they are you think that as a kid because that's what you worked your ass off for and then finally there's an opportunity hey young man uh, doran we're going to give you a scholarship right you're like wow you were floored by that and then you'd have five different hats and you take one maybe i'll put this one on ha i I fooled y'all i put this hat on but look i'll peel this thing off and now it's really i'm going to pit i mean it's just all these things (laughs) because at that one moment that's all they cared about and they made it Mm -hmm. and now it just dirties and mucks the water. I hate the way sports is getting. I hate that these kids are now uh, specializing, only playing one sport, even at a younger age. I hate the parents that drive them into be great at this. and Forget about playing three sports. I hate how young that it's going and it's diving. So the direction of all this, yes, I guess that makes sense. It's just damn sad because it's starting to trickle all the way down to even like, you know, you have LeBron's kid getting signed and he's <laughs> sperm. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's just... It's gross. I feel, I I feel like the whole point of sports is being missed here. I mean, we're starting to lose that. I mean, like you said, I mean, you, you crushed it right there. I mean, that, that whole leading up to getting a scholarship was the reason why you play sports. And it's the reason why that you know you sacrifice and you do all the stuff that you need to do to get a scholarship because you feel so good once you get it. And then you get to get to go to college and then prove yourself again. Whenever you have agents and stuff going on, then it gets paid. dirty. Then it becomes yeah, a business. Yeah, then it becomes business. that. And the coaches are under the same. My thing with the, if the NCAA really wanted to fucking do something that can help kids it would be like the, it would be this simple because i know they could afford it if you have a scholarship to this school you have the rest of your life to get that degree period I mean, we're, I'm, we're giving you a degree just get it when you can yeah and, and that i would love to see that 
That would to me because you know, kid, well, you don't understand. They got to make a living. They got to do this. They got to that. It's not the right thing. And their, their window. I'm leaving early because they got to make a buck. Uh, if a guy leaves early because he has to, and that's his opportunity because he comes from a situation that they need money right away, and he could do it. That's fine. But if he blows his knee out, uh, there's still a spot there because we gave you a scholarship back in 2012, and it's yours. We're going to honor it. Go get that degree because you brought millions into our school because they could afford that. I would love to see that. I know that's naive and that's kind of living in a cartoon, but if they want to do something, that's fine. Paying players and all that stuff, it becomes a business, and well, that's just it's unreal. <laughs> and again, whatever. So help me with this one. This is interesting. Well, it's not interesting. It's, it's my own little case study. I've been married to my wife for 18 years, okay? And that's wonderful. I love her to death. We have three beautiful kids. Um, one's really pulling away from the pack. The other two are doing well. Uh, but, I mean, I, again, as a parent, I, I tell my kids, hey, listen, you're, you're fucking dropping the ball. You know, so-and-so is pulling away from the pack. Catch up. I mean, I told them I have two 529s filled. That's for college funds. I go, you, t- you, you tell me who's going. So I, I put pressure on them. I sit on them. I, I ride them. I'm not like Marinovich's dad, who, did, you know, I'm not that big of a dick. Right. But I, I kind of, I'm an honest dad. But, <laughs> but with my wife, I've never heard my wife fart. <laughs> In 18 fucking 18, years? 18 fucking years. And I've tried everything, to be honest with you. I've done the fake, honey, I'm leaving. Shut the door, do the fake stuff. And I'm like, there, wait for it. Wait for it. I got you. No, nothing. I've never heard her fart. I had a close call back in 03 and one back in, 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 in 01 where we were sleeping and I heard something and I flipped over, but there was a child in the bed. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I've never heard my wife fart. That's that's pretty crazy. Is that crazy? Yeah, is that, that that's really really crazy? Has she heard you fart? Oh, I shot her into the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't help being a fucking guy. My insides are what they are. Does she know this? Oh yeah, no, it's 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 uh, unreal. Nice. I mean, is, are you doing this on purpose? Like the this is this is the greatest record of all time. Forget about fucking hits and and, and forget about games yeah. played. I mean, that's that's an unbelievable streak. She has 18 years, not Ooh. one little thing, never little. Nothing. I've heard nothing. <laughs> nothing in there. How does that happen? Have I, you heard? I, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive, right there. I mean, that's a long time. I've tried everything. That's a long time. I've tried everything. I tried to do like as she's sleeping, do that quick tickle, like get her in the rib cage, so she's like, yeah. you know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when you get tickled, you move real funny. And you kind of, I've tried all. Of it. I've tried everything. Nothing. You've been married how long now? Been married coming up on two years here uh, in a few days, actually, and, and dating, engaged for a few years before that. This is I'm almost silent. This is so interesting because I never have either. I've never heard Lauren fart. Now I'll take it one step further, and that's why I asked you the question. Lauren's never heard me fart. Why? I why not you? I, I just I kind of tell that. Yeah. Did you agree is, to this? You hold no. This is this is so wild. I had no idea you were going to go here because now I'm just circling back over the years, over the times. I've never let one loose in front of her ever. Why? And, I think out of respect, I've never heard her, so I don't want her to hear me. I, it's, this is this is an unspoken thing. This is going to blow her fucking mind when she hears this, I imagine, but I never have heard her toot. I've never let one go. I don't know why. I have no fucking answer other than, holy shit, this has now come to light four years, basically. Unbelievable. You guys yeah. are too young. No one else... Come right. on, dude. Uh, I, uh, no, I mean, I think it was like a week after me and my girlfriend started farting. We we're just like, hey, we're not going to do this whole whole new experience where you know we, we're first starting a date and we have to hold the farts in or go upstairs and spread your butt cheeks and, and, and make it air and not like make it sound. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, hey, fuck it, let's fart. And we just, I mean, we fart each other all the time. <laughs> See, I wish we started. I wish all we did that. <laughs> I mean, even this morning before I got here, I, mean, I farted under the covers on purpose, and then I kind of was like, all right, bye. <laughs> I held her under. Yeah, I held her under. Trapped under. Yeah, there. trapped her under. She's like, oh, you're I so wonder, nasty. I my kids love it. I mean, I got them all pulling. Fingers yeah, yeah. I am fucking in my head now because I wonder if me trying not to, you know, let one loose. I wonder if she, she has heard me. You. No, yeah. but I, I wonder if she's heard me. You know what I mean? And, and hasn't said anything. You know, like I've been downstairs and I think it's safe. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I'm purposely not doing it in front of her. That said, I mean, I, I live in a condo. It's a nice sized place, but this isn't like a 6,000 square foot house. So if I'm downstairs and she's upstairs, now I'm fucking worried. I'm wondering if this is true. If I've let him go, she's actually heard it, has said nothing. I'm fucked right now. My whole head. This is, this is, <laughs> I, I had one direction this day was going to go and now it's taking a fucking massive U-turn. Yeah. Well, I, I got news for you. You need to go home 
and you need and fart. You, yeah. you need to just take yeah. a shit in the living room. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, gotta, you, you really got to get back to your territory. You, you got to go talk to Bill. My okay. house, at least she knows. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm downstairs. Merp. <laughs> so yeah, she, no, your wife you got to be able. You got to be able to do that when your wife knows she's never farted in front of you. Absolutely, I've never heard her, and she. It might be a game that she's playing. Yeah, uh, that's true as well. But still, in her sleep, I know in my sleep. I mean, I'm going to bed with. I wake up, I'm fine. I'm like, all right, clearly. A lot took place. I mean, if we were live, if we were live, I would fucking text her or call her right now. Now I'm, I'm really messed up, and you know how easily yeah. my head can turn. Wow. Do you, if, do you think they're like at home tearing it up right now, or do you think they just don't fart that oh. much at all? They're probably at home just. Huh. I, I got <laughs> Jason's everywhere. gone. I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta give it to her. I don't know. I've tried. I've tried. Little. I've tried a few times. I hid in the closet <laughs> just so I could jump out and be like, <laughs> nothing. I've done the fake door slam. I told you. I've done the fake steps walking away. Nothing. I like your idea. Just take her to Taco Bell. Yeah, you guys just gotta go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Eat as many Crunchwrap Supremes as you can. Then go stop at Golden Corral. You know House what? About four or five pieces of fried chicken. And oh you're yeah. Shit your pants in the ride home. Oh, yeah. Next. Uh, I mean, this be a long time to wait. But next Passover. I mean, matzah fucks me up. <laughs> like when I eat matzah, my stomach gets torn. So this man, that's matzah? A, you, you, oh yeah, ma- you've never cracker. had matzah? It's a fucking cracker. Yeah. Oh no, it tears me up. Make you no, 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 tears. Have no, you said a matzah ball? I, I can bet see that. A our, lot of shit our, goes into that our observant Jewish listeners would fucking back me up. I have no clue what a mozzarella. What are you guys talking about? No, not <laughs> a mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured I figured, yeah. it, I figured yeah, it was on. I figured it was on the Jew line there, so I just kind of backed up to <laughs> yeah. let you guys. Talk. I saw him. He's like, yeah, my fucker. I don't know about this. I know some hot sauce and fried chicken. Yeah, no, no, this is matzah. This is a, a, a cracker and unleavened bread, if you will. This is matzah and it tears. But there's no, me there's up. nothing in it. There's no ingredient That's to like a matzah. I'm getting it's like a cracker. I can't salt. wait. Tweet. Listen, when shit. you hear this, my my observant Jewish brethren, tweet <laughs> at Upmike if matzah tears you the fuck up because it does me. I know it does my father and I know it does my sister. That I can tell you. Right. The other well, people in my family. I think we narrowed it down just to your family tree alone, though. No, no, no. This I is, think you need to eat is, that, go home and mark your territory and just leave, a big, leave, a, leave a big log in the toilet, though. Don't flush. Let All her right. find it. Rock <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, come on. Give us <laughs> some <laughs> fucking structure here. All right, let's get to the new topic. Pick a side. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, gentlemen. Pick a side right on now, this one. We got uh, the Browns and their first pick, picking Baker Mayfield. Josh, you started off. Do you think I was the right call or do you think it was the wrong call? It was the wrong call. I think they're fucking idiots. And, and, and no disrespect. Well, I guess, all right, disrespect. <laughs> the, ba- Baker Mayfield just going to be one of 700 guys that has been playing quarterback for Cleveland. They had an opportunity to get the one thing that's a surefire, and that was a running back. They had a running back. They had an opportunity to get Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone admits that this guy's probably, you won't see another one like him. Can't uh, miss. Uh, can't miss. And yet, for some reason, and then they go ahead about Baker, and they tell me that Baker's not, they don't want him starting this year. <laughs> what the fuck? You, your first round pick, you don't want playing this year? Barkley's a guy you can build a team around, and when you suck, you want to kill the clock, you want time of possession, you want to do all that stuff, you want to load the box to stop him. Now you have guys that can throw the ball because uh, obviously they're loading the box. I, I, they could have went with Josh Allen, they could have went with Josh Rosen, they could have went with Mason Rudolph, they could have went with Mark Jackson, they could have went with Sam Darnold. Those are guys that could have been there and should have been there once you get Barkley off the board with your number one pick. I think they dropped the ball and they're going to realize Baker Mayfield will be in the CFL in two years. He's not fucking Manziel. I know that, but point B, he's going to be. But uh, look at everyone else that they had. Uh, Did you think Brady Quinn was a fucking Manziel? Did you think uh, Whedon was? I mean, they had legit guys there. I mean, the last, they had 57 quarterbacks in the last 10 years that all were like high end, whatever the hell, with Heisman's in their closet, and they suck now. They're in a padded room juggling cats. Their (laughs) Their only first pick overall, though, was. I believe Tim Couch yeah. in 1999. That was the only quarterback that they'd taken in the first pick overall. Other than overall. That, it was first round, though. Yeah. I mean, they took what? Shit, shit. Brady shit. Quinn. Okay, but first Brady round. Quinn coming out wasn't a, a, a kid that people laughed at. You think they laugh at Baker Mayfield? No, but I'm just saying there was a bunch of guys that came in and said, oh, I'm going to turn Cleveland around. Bullshit. The one thing that they can do is have a running game, and they chose not to. Another guy that they could have had for 10 years, because their last picks, no one's been there for more than a handful of years, first-round picks. Everything's been a bust. 
Now, see, I, I agreed with you, honestly, two weeks ago. I was on the same line. Saquon Barkley, they should have taken him number one. They could have taken a quarterback at number four. I didn't like Baker Mayfield. I compared him to Manziel. But watching the first preseason game and watching Hard Knocks, I kind of changed my opinion on that. And the one reason is because they do have Tyrod Taylor, and he's probably going to start. So they can ease and Baker Drew Mayfield. And Stanton, who's a 12-year guy. I'm right. just saying you can so, win with some of these guys. They're not going to the playoffs this year. So uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying the way Baker Mayfield played in in the preseason game, it looked like he was having fun. It looked like he was playing college. I know that it was a preseason game, and we can't really judge him much off of that. But it was his first NFL game. He looked like he was playing college football. If they ease his, ease him into the season, and if Tyrod ends up ends up you know fucking up or doing bad, I think Baker Mayfield might be in the best position to be successful this year if he just plays Baker Mayfield football. And that's what he did the other night. And I was like, you know what? I'm changing my opinion. I think he's going to be. Did pretty you good. do you like Baker more than Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Rudolph, all these guys coming out? No, not at all. No, okay. no, two weeks ago. And after I watched this, the, the first preseason game, I watched Hard Knocks and how he acted. He didn't change at all. I mean, it didn't look – watching Hard Knocks, it didn't seem like Baker Mayfield was in the NFL. It seemed like he was still in college, the way he was acting and the way that he was carrying himself. And I was like, this kid might have it. Hmm. He might. I don't know. I mean, you know, and you know he's going to want to prove every single person wrong, like us talking shit on him. He's been doing that his whole life. He's but they could, they could have had, though, a top, top yes, flight quarterback yes. and Barkley. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and I'm with you. I'm definitely and, with and you. And Tyrod Taylor, as you mentioned, he's he's an eight-year guy. He's been around. He's good. He's good enough when you have a running back that they load the box on. He's but good enough not, to make. They're not they're not planning for one year. They're planning for, you know, the future. And I Baker's understand that. Future. But I'll tell you what: if they miss on Baker, why didn't why didn't the Steelers give uh, Bell their big contract? Because he's a fucking idiot. No, because it's a fucking running back. You build a team on a quarterback. They, uh, they, no, because that running back wanted fucking salaries of seven guys. <laughs> That's why they offered him eight million dollars more than the number two running back in the league. They offered him a long-term contract. He wanted more. He wanted a piece of the team. He went to the Rooney. I want twenty-five percent of the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they didn't sign him. They, they want They're him long-term. <laughs> they tried the last two years. Baker Mayfield, if they miss is bad. That's a bad, bad miss. When what you're, you're gonna, the fuck do they have to lose? Right. They have True. absolutely... Yeah, look how much Browns. they fucked up. You no, I know they have m- nothing to lose, but if you want to get better, they have a coach that's 1-32 in 30 fucking two right You've now. Had and you had it, But you had a chance to have something that's... Political, you can yeah. build a yeah. team around a you running game. You can build a team around a quarterback, more importantly. But they fanned on that for the last fucking decade. Right, and that's why they're trying to make it up. They see so something. So they have another kid. It's just, I don't like it. It's right. pick a side. Yeah, that's my fucking side, bro. Oh, what, we're not allowed to debate it? Jason, uh, we, what are uh, you? <laughs> what are you? He's still fucking shaking from the fart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking farting right now <laughs> to get it all out. Too much I mean. mozzarella. Tim. <laughs> 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 I'm biased as fuck. Yeah, Tim's a Cleveland. Oh, he's a Cleveland. Born in Cleveland, moved to Pittsburgh. Uh, my sophomore year of high school, my like whole family went to Oklahoma. Uh, fucking, I love Baker. So you tell I, me, I've you're gonna Baker. you're gonna roll down the North Shore this year when we play the Browns, and you're gonna be rooting for the fucking Browns. It might happen. You're uh, well. Let me ask you this. So if let's just say you're the tallest GM in the in the NFL. Okay, at six seven, you'd rather have Mayfield than Barkley. Yeah. Wow. You, have you seen him? Uh, his, his guy's yeah, he's a funny moves. guy. I saw him on TV. Doesn't <laughs> mean he can, he can, <laughs> I said, oh, he's a great personality. He's real loose. He's a culture guy. Hey, he's got fucking, fucking cash in his pocket. No one else plays the game has cash on their pocket. The he plays with a fucking dip in his mouth. He plays with a dip. And I'm going to say that every year because I don't think they're going to ever be good. I think it's fucking set in stone that the Browns are just going to be shit for the rest of fucking eternity. I don't know. I think they might be all right this year, to be honest. Yeah, but we always, yeah, there's some years we say that. There's some years fucking, but the Browns have been shit forever. My dad. Dude, the, Browns for the Browns take been hook shots. Couldn't, couldn't they take, they take fucking years too many done. bad chances. If there was a quarterback with two fucking heads and, and they can't, they'll, oh, let's go with him because he can really see the field. Hey, no, <laughs> fucking, fuck that. Go with a guy that you know can work, and that's Barkley. The guy's going to be there for 10 fucking years. You can build around that. I fucking well, hate didn't it. Didn't they get that's Nick Chubb now? Don't the Browns have Chubb? Uh, yeah. They have some good running backs. Yeah, they have yeah, a, yeah, they have they have a decent one. They have a pretty good one. They had, uh, what's his name from, uh, was it Bama a couple years ago? Chubb. Oh, uh, Trent Richardson. Yeah, that was a fucking no. wonderful get. He lasted 20 minutes. <laughs> they have Chubb, they, Duke they, Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah, he's Duke good. Johnson. He's, Duke Johnson's pretty good. Yep. Do they got Carlos Hyde now? And Carlos Hyde, too, yeah. 
I don't need fucking Barkley. Go yeah. three running backs and get yeah. a good fucking I mean, they have, quarterback. They have, they have Joku. Future. They have you know, Jarvis Landry. I mean, they, got, uh, they might be okay. And Josh this Gordon is a tough back. one. It is a quarterback-driven league, man. So we got, but Baker we Mayfield. Got but, uh, so what about this, though? When your coach says Baker Mayfield, we don't want him playing this year at all. I don't think any coach would say that. They said that. They said it. I think, Not, I, mean, I think they said that just so they didn't. They took the pressure off of him and the pressure off of people putting pressure on him. I think he'll play. It, this happens every year with the Browns. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll play. They, they get a quarterback. They let him go for you know two games, and then the fucking fans are up right. in arms and it starts Tebow riots effect. and the fucking Tebow burning effect. shit. And then yeah. and then they put in a new quarterback, and then they suck. I I want them to be good. I, I want Cleveland to be good because I I like having the rivalry between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Me too. Yeah, I, I love it. I I think the Steelers need one because I mean. Cincinnati's not really one. That's just against uh, what's that linebacker asshole? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's not really a rivalry. No. And the Ravens, that's died out. Right. They need somebody there. Cleveland would be great. That fan base, they 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 want it. That's kind of no one likes to say this or admit down. to this, but that's that they're built like Pittsburgh over mm-hmm. there. All right. I, I, th- I think they split this year. I think they go. Cleveland Browns five and five. I mean, uh, total wins five and a half on the season is their line right now. Over. 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 I go over. I, I want to. It's more want to. I might take over right now. <laughs> took over. What was it last year? I think it was six, 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 last year. It was over. like I think it was four, <laughs> and then that motherfucker came out and he was like, "We are not going to lose. If we lose, I will jump into the Lake Erie." And of course, he fucking jumped into Lake Erie, and it was like a party. Like he, they yeah. went zero and sixteen. They had a party. And yeah, yeah there's a parade. Like, there's a parade. Unbelievable. <laughs> One in thirty-two. You know what? Is. I, I pick a side. I'm with Barkley only because my philosophy on the draft is best player on the board. Your number one best player on the board, Barkley. That's and you had point. an opportunity, though, my for side. other quarterbacks. That, that why. We don't know how best Josh Allen's going to be. Josh Rosen, Mason Rudolph, Lamar Jackson, uh, oh, was, Sam Darnold, yeah, all those Darnold guys. Darnold looked good. But those are all guys that they could have had on top of the quarterback. That's the only reason why. If, now, listen, if, if he wasn't there or if these other quarterbacks weren't available, I'd say fine. But they had an opportunity to have a legit top 10 quarterback and Barkley. And that's the only reason why I honestly think they missed that opportunity. You think Tyrod Taylor is top 10? Is that what you're saying? No. No. Who are you saying? A top 10 quarterback. You're saying in the draft. I'm saying Josh Allen, Rosen, uh, maybe Mason Rudolph, Lamar Jackson, or Sam Darnold were guys that were available, and they could have had Barkley as well. They should have They had the first pick and what? The third pick? Fourth. And the fourth pick. They could have gotten a, a legit running back in Barkley, a once-in-a-lifetime guy, and a, a, a coin toss quarterback. Well, how do you feel about Denzel Ward at four? Them mm. picking, you know, a corner from Ohio State is from Cleveland. Uh, dude, better be a lockdown dude. I mean, he's been looking pretty good. I mean, just, I mean, obviously we both know. Better be camp. a lockdown dude from day one. Yeah. You, he needs to start right away. Right away. Right away. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I didn't expect them. I, I, I say Denzel Ward going at four was more surprising than Baker Mayfield going at one. They should have pulled a fucking Kevin Costner in draft day. Ever see that movie? Yeah, the that's movie. a good movie. The movie. worst movie. I move, love that movie. Move that guy pulled off. I what? love that movie. Great movie. Like that movie. Yeah. yeah. There was not yeah. that GM didn't Great know movie. the fucking name of his seventh round pick. It was the most unrealistic movie. It was all about getting the first round. He didn't even know the fucking name of the eighth round pick that he was getting. What GM in the NFL right now doesn't know the name of an eighth round fucking pick that they're about to take? There's a few. Brock There's probably a few. There's a few. We we dealt with a few. They're probably not even in the war room at that point in the third day. They're probably like, all right, just t- hey, hey, I'll be like, hey, 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 Jason, you get this pick. All right, I got to go get some lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> this is your pick. I'm yeah, fine. Take the pick. fucking yeah. flyer on this guy. I don't yep. give a shit. Yeah, there's a few. I got to go fart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, with training camp going on, did you see uh, both scruffles? I think we had one with a joint practice, and then we had one with. I didn't the- see this. Yeah, the oh, Redskins, yeah. Had, Redskins, Redskins was ugly. Good ones, uh, uh, real good ones. Yeah. Crowds got off. into it. Then the fans started the fight. I mean, it was a it was a melee. So here's here's the thing about football fights that you know one you're wearing a helmet, so usually you're gonna break your hand. I've seen guys break their hand in fighting. And two, the reason why I start try to stay out of fights in a, in camp or in practice is that you know that you're gonna have to run the next play. And you're dead tired. You're wrestling, wrestling around, punching somebody, and you know that you're going to have to go in and run a two-minute drill, and you're going to just be dragging. But it's let me pointless. ask you, is it scary in there? Yeah. I mean, I mean cats, cats are coming from all over the place. Because I know the kickers right. on both teams are hanging out. So, hey, listen, if shit happens, I, I, we'll just wrestle. Yeah. And we, there's an agreement. There's a handshake that's beforehand. Hey, listen, <laughs> let's just kind of hockey fight it where you kind of show up late and just hold each other off. Right. Oh, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But we have an agreement. That's 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 – Known. Everyone knows that. You, <laughs> something goes down. Both teams go. We'll just we kind of make it look like we're busy. 
That's true. But I, we look over there. You see guys That's swinging helmets. Swing, yeah. Taking the helmet off is the dumbest fucking thing you could yeah. do. I was or, or swinging your fist at somebody with a helmet on. But I've seen people do that more than – and you break your hand. Like you're hitting somebody – you're hitting me in the head with your hand. Like, and I have a helmet on. Like, Coaches love it. They do. They do. They want they to love they don't. They, they want do. to do that whole Willy Wonka thing where it's yeah. like, stop, don't come back. You know, and, and, <laughs> and not mean it. You know, they, they, they love seeing that. Oh, we got fire in the belly. You know, that type of shit. <laughs> it, was, it was my first year, and I, my, the year I got drafted to Houston, and Bernard Pollard – uh, I'm not sure if I told you guys this story, but Bernard Pollard, who played safety for Houston, he won Super Bowl with uh, the Ravens. And it was like the first period. And, I, you know, I'm just getting to the NFL. I'm like, all right, you know, this is the league, whatever. You know, I'm all nervous or whatever. And uh, Dwayne Brown, he was left tackle at the time. I mean, he's like $40 million tackle, not huge, like 6'6", 330 pounds. And Pollard is obviously on defense, and Dwayne Brown started fighting. And Bernard Pollard literally scooped him up and suplexed him. Oh, onto his back, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, this safety just picked up our offensive tackle and dropped him. I was like, this is the NFL. I, look, I remember looking at other rookies, and we were like, oh, shit, we're in for it. This is going to get fucking ridiculous. And back then, I mean, that's when, it was old CBA, so we were practicing, practicing for like three hours at a time, and they didn't care. And that, that, that really opened my eyes about, one, fighting and having to go back in because you're dead tired, and two, I mean, it doesn't matter how big you are. I mean, there's some bad dudes. I remember we had a we had a Steeler practice and it was late, and no one wanted to be out there. Everyone was tired. I wasn't. <laughs> but Your everyone, thumb might have been yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah, a little yeah, bit. Oh, I, had, I absolutely had bass thumb big yeah. time by that point in, in camp. So, uh, I remember early too, and Buffalo's there, and I remember hearing guys, and I can't say who, although he's hilarious. He's like, I remember in the locker room going out. He's like, hey. Listen, guys, I don't want to fucking scrimmage today. I'm wiped. I'm going to start a fucking big old fight, and we'll just <laughs> – we will break this out early. Yeah. And, and I kid you not, it was like the second play, and everyone's like, yeah, I got your back. And everybody just started the melee, and they just jumped back on the bus and went home, and we're like, all right, bring it in. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get fucking better. It but was, but, but I'll tell better. you, but I think – I like it. <laughs> Everyone at each other's fucking back. Yeah. All right, coach. Yeah. What are those joint practices? Is it like do you, ha do you have one every year, or is it just? I, I had one, but about three years out of my uh, playing career. But I mean, it's just they're just there to fight. I mean, you're gonna go against another team in practice a whole week and then have a, a preseason game against them. I mean, you're yeah. gonna fight each other. Yeah, it's I mean, seven it's just on set seven. Up the, yeah, it's seven on, DBs versus the yeah. receivers talking trash. Yeah, somebody has a cheap, cheap shot or something, I, and all of a sudden it's all fucking hell bricks loose. It's crazy. Yeah, it's all. And then coaches yeah. start bickering at each other. Yeah. That's the <laughs> that's best. that's good too. Yeah, yeah. They start screaming, and this is like, all right, this is uh. Right, let's watch this. So See, you don't have a dropping. joint practice every every year. It depends on what team you're on. And I was on like 11, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> How many jerseys do you have? Do you keep oh, one man. from everywhere? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have them all framed. Do you really? Up, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, it's cool. Until oh, people were like, how many teams did the fuck you play on? <laughs> you know, it'd be nice to have three like you. Be like, yeah, I played yeah. 13 years and have only three teams. Like, that's. I don't count Titans. That was a cup of coffee, huh? Yeah, legit cup of coffee. But yeah, no, it's it's team fights are awesome. I yep. love watching it. Oh my god, the best seat in the house. You kind of just check it out and you see what's going on and you just get the hell out of the way. Oh, watch this one. He told me he's going to start a fight. See what happens. I love it. And it's always it's always that down the liner that starts. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris Hope, Chris Hope was the greatest, and he he's played a handful of years. But he came in with Casey Hampton. They're both nose tackles. Right. Obviously, one was a first round pick, and one was a. Uh, Ah, fuck it. Coin toss. All right, Hope. You know, one of those type of things. So, yeah, just like, and uh, he started movie. fights wearing, in walkthrough with like flip flops on the own. <laughs> I mean, he'd be in, he's like, and he's all red. He's so pale. He, he's, he's the palest of pale, red, you know, the complexion, the freckles. So he gets mad. He gets like a, 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 a tomato quick. And it'll be walkthrough guys, be like, fucking slow down, rookie. And he would go 100 miles per hour. Fuck you. I'm here to get a job. And he would start fights all the time. But he legitly started a fight in walkthrough because he went too hard in his flip flops that he broke. I'll, See, tell, you, yeah. I'll tell you the best the best fighting practice in any sport is within team hockey fights. Oh, I'm sure. Because it's not settled on the ice. If you're bickering back and forth, going back and forth with someone throughout practice, you settle it in the locker room in what is called locker boxing. <laughs> That's when you strap on your helmet. And hockey helmets are fucking pieces of paper. It's like a little piece of plastic, a little foam. There's nothing to it. And you get the, and you put your gloves on. You get your gloves on, which are fucking So bricks. what are the rules with this? Okay, so you, how so does you this strap work up? up. Everyone kind of surrounds, makes Make a, a circle. circle. And then you, you got your two guys who are fucking bickering during practice. They strap on the helmets, the gloves, no other gear, anything. And then you just fucking unleash on each other's heads. 
you just literally go and fucking see how many punches you can throw before one person gives up or fucking literally falls down because he's fucking has CTE now. Right. Now, are they? <laughs> that's how it's settled. That's it. Once that's over, you fucking slap hands and you're done. That's how, that's how hockey fights. That's how, that's how everything settles. And that's happened more than once. You've seen that? This, this happens on every within every hockey locker room and youth organizations, whether you're a fucking peewee or a squirt, you get locker boxes. That's how you settle skirmishes. You settle fights. You don't fight during... And then coaches find out about that. And coaches will talk shit to the player who got their ass kicked. So if he's if some kid's being a bitch someday, and he, the coach knows that he got his ass beat last week by some dude in the locker box, it's, oh, fuck you. You want to go get your ass kicked by so-and-so in the locker room again, you fucking pussy? And then that's that's just how it is. It's the hockey culture. Is this professional? I don't know if they do this in the pros, because you, know, you, you get the cages taken off at some point once you start getting a little pro, and then you got... So this happens. Money. This is legit. This this is, is, this you is can wild. talk to anybody who plays hockey through, through any point in their life, and they've seen a few locker boxes. Hopefully they've been in a few, because it's fucking fun. I got one with a goalie one time. And the goalie had his blocker and a player glove. So he had this fucking oh. steel blocker. And, and I had the reach on him, though. So I, I was unloading. Obviously, I was unloading on the goalie helmet. His little fucking neck protectors flopping everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I probably land like eight or nine punches. And it was kind of like a dick around fight we didn't really have. He just wanted to do it. And, uh, and that, that was it. We, we, were, we were still cool. But it's, a fucking, it's in every locker room, locker boxing. There's, there's more fucking head trauma in that than in the fucking sport. <laughs> That is unbelievable. That is, that's, a good, that's good. I like that. Yeah. We need to do that here. <laughs> we yeah. tried to do it here. Tim always backs out. I don't think Tim's ever even been in a locker fucking boxing fight. Oh, he just it, said it, he has. You yeah, call him I a liar? He, I know he says he has. We tried to do it 10 times in here. Tim always like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Never once has Nobody stepped it. up. You know, yeah. I, I said, let's clear the table out from where we're sitting at. We got a nice box room here, and we can fucking go at it. All right. Vinny, producer guy. Let's get a, let's get a uh, video camera here, and we'll, we'll do it this week. Me versus Tim, locker boxing. Oh my god! I like it. It's all the fucking scores. Pick a side, Josh. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. I, just wait, just wait, just watch me reach across this table and touch Brock from here. You'll, you, right oh, you just popped your, you right just popped there. your shoulder no, out. No, I got two screws in there. I had multiple surgeries to fix that arm. It's fucking Josh, solid. Josh, pick a side before we. In a fight, me versus Tim. In, 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 a, in a locker box. Uh, a locker there's there's box, no wrestling. Right? You can't. Right. You can't. There's no. Yeah, like, there's I, no fucking I, I'm wrestling. I'm gonna move. go with grapple. the guy who's six nine. Okay. No disrespect. Six six nine and 155 pounds. Two twenty. Two twenty. Thorn. Oh, tiny. Okay. Well, that's how we'll settle it. You against, um, what's this guy? Oh, Darnell. <laughs> Darnell, dude. That's the massive fight. Yep. Darnell. Oh. Time out. No, 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 no. Wait, I'm not going away from this. So you, who are you going to take? Who am I going to take? I'm in the fight. Who the fuck? I understand, but you take? really think you can beat him in a fight? I, I know 100% I can beat him in the fight. Oh, oh Brock I like also this. can't well, guard me in the Again, end zone. just so people know, what, what is your height? Out of curiosity. Um... My doctors say I'm six foot, but it's about six one. <laughs> five eight. I'm six one. <laughs> All right, it's five nine, but it doesn't. <laughs> but a heart of a lion. I understand you do have a heart of a lion. I'll, yes. I'll give you that. What's that going to do in this fight? He's not. He's, gonna, you have to knock me out to win the fight, right? How does it work? Or, or you, you just. You, you it's just either stop. like a, a fucking time? submission, submit. Yeah, it, you're not. It, it no. just goes. How much do you weigh, Brock? About one eighty. He's five nine versus six nine. I mean, that's what we have here. He is not six. His sh he touched. He he tapped a car when we were in in college. He tapped a car and his shoulder popped out. I understand. We're gonna that. have to have a fucking medic on on call. That shoulder's screwed in, and that's another that's another great uh, story. How tall are you? Six seven. Okay, he's six seven. I don't give a fuck. And you're five nine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, then after me and Tim go, we're gonna go me and Josh. <laughs> Same shit. I'm old school. Yeah, we'll fucking, we'll, 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 what you do is you join hands, you tie it, and you get fucking knives in your other hand. We'll go, <laughs> Josh is committing murder now. <laughs> no, no, he took it to a whole other level. He's just going to kill you. All right. He took well, his water bottle on the ice, and Josh is going to fucking kill you. Well, hey, listen, man, that was another wonderful episode of Washed Up, Miked Up. Check us out at iTunes. We will be there. And Twitter at. Up uh, Mike, I believe uh, Mike, it is. Yeah. Yes. All right. Very good. Thanks for listening. All the best. We'll be back soon with many, many treats. Oh, come on.